just told you who I thought I was. A guy. There's no excuse for not living up to the, your fullest potential. No excuse. Let's do it, Black Excellence. Let's go. go, 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 go. What's going on, Say Loud Podcast? Is your host, Boogie the Beast. Thank you so much for tuning in on iTunes and SoundCloud. This is all the way from Toronto. Shout out to Carabana Weekend 2018. I had the time of my life. I'm trying to get my accent back. I'm coming back. I promise you guys, this is a temporary. But once again, thank you so much for rocking with me. I met some amazing people a year ago and we made this trip happen. So without further ado, I wanted to get them introduced and get you guys on this podcast. Thank you for having me, my brother. My name is Sniper Sal. My name is Shareer and we're extrovert. I just want to give Boogie a shout out for coming out all the way from the, from. LA. LA slash San Diego. I was, yeah, yeah. Phoenix to Toronto at the time of his life. We're going to talk about it. I just wanted to say thank you for coming out and uh, having us on your podcast. Appreciate you, brother. Absolutely, absolutely. So, man, let's just get into it just a little bit. I want people to know who you guys are before we talk about everything you guys have coming up and everything from this weekend. So, Sniper, starting with you, man, where are you from? What's up, man? Talk to me. Talk to the people. um, Born and raised in Toronto, Canada. Um, Shout out to the six. Shout out to the six, real quick. Six side. Uh, Born and raised in Toronto. Uh, spent most of my childhood over here in my teenage years. Um, when I was about 14, kind of like in my like pre-high school phase, my family decided to move out west of Canada to uh, go chase that oil money. Mm. And I didn't really have any uh, really options at that time as a 14-year-old. So I made the move out there. Uh, I put my 10 years in. Um, it was cool. I met a lot of cool people that I'm with still rocking today in Toronto that is uh introduced got introduced to boogie as well so it's new family with old family you know what i'm saying and um i'm back in the six now i've been here officially a year so i made the move back um just trying to pursue my goals my desires and uh i just need a platform to be on so i came to the six to make it happen and i'm just back home and it feels great that's love man that's love and also so people know man how by the time they'll hear this it'll be belated but we got to party with my man Sniper this weekend, so happy 25th, man. Many Appreciate more blessings coming you. up to you, man, coming up to you. Thank you, thank you. And thank then, Sal, what about you, man, Shaw? Well, my name is Shareer. I live currently in Phoenix, Arizona. I grew up in Toronto, and I moved to Toronto. I moved from Toronto to Phoenix in 2007 at the same time that Sniper moved. He moved like two months after me. So y'all just couldn't leave each other. You no. had to move at the same time. So we moved at the same time. <laughs> we moved at the same time. I remember coming in home from uh, school in Phoenix one day, and my mom goes, it's Solomon on the phone. I'm like, how the hell did Sniper have my number when I haven't talked to this guy? This is before Facebook and, like, the social media days. Right. We didn't have Old those. school days. Uh, MSN Messenger yeah, days. Yeah, Messenger AOL well <laughs> send, send me a nudge. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> he hit me back, and, you know, ever since then, we've always... It's my brother since grade one, like... This is what it is. I live in Phoenix now, and I come back to Toronto every Carabana just to show everybody a good time, show love to my family, my friends out here. I have a lot of support that helps extrovert be what it is. And without that love and support, I wouldn't be able to get where I'm going. And so every year I come back to remind myself where it is that I'm trying to go. And just so that people know, man, what college you were a proud product of? ASU Sun Devil. And, and before you were Sun Devil, what high school did you go to? I went to Fairfax. Shout out <laughs> Betty Fairfax. Shout out Pierre. Shout out Stacy. Shout out Marquis. Shout out Sam, Jeremy, all of my guys. We won a state championship in 2011. Uh, we lost to Jordan's. A funny story, fun fact. We lost to Jordan's team by like 50 points when Damn. we were juniors. Damn. I fucking didn't even know him. Oh, man. Shout and out to North bro, High School. Guys man. We killed this, man. man. Yeah. But yeah, I know. Like, so if you guys hear anything in the background also, like, don't worry about that. Like, we're sitting outside. I literally can see the tower about 200 fuck it like about three miles away give or take plus or minus it's a beautiful view we'll go ahead and add tings to it so don't worry about it but um so without the individuality now um Mm -hmm. let's talk about your guys just growing up in in the sixth you guys grew up together like you said first grade first grade how'd you guys meet i think it was the first week um i had a friend i met named danielle and shout out danielle shout out danielle and Danielle came over to me with him, and she was like, hey, this is my friend Solomon. And ever since then, we were inseparable. Man. And so you guys live close to each other, or? He lived in 40 Teasdale, which was right across the street from 10 Teasdale. Shout out to Teasdale. Shout out Victoria Park. And we would just, yeah, go to school every day, come home every day, just play ball all day, every day. That was pretty much where it began. Awesome. And, uh, you know, going off of that, um, you know, you drove us through there earlier today. Like, yes. I got a full-ass tour of Toronto. It was dope. <clears throat> Um, now, Sniper, we were talking about it a little bit, but the ethnicity 
uh, drop off or like background of where you guys grew up, what would you say the predominant uh, ethnicities were around that area or just what was the dynamic of your guys' friendship? I would say... Um, so Tensies though was Bengalis, Pakistanis, Indians, a lot, a few Somalis. Um, I would say 20 Tisdale was a full Bengali building. I pretty much knew everyone in that building. 30 Tisdale was where all the, it was a little more rugged, a little more hood people. I want to say crackheads live there. Can I just say that? You can. A lot of crackheads sure, live in the 30 Tisdale. Shout out to 40, the trap. 40 was all Habesha, East African, African. That's where I was. That's where it was at. 40 Teasdale was where it was at. You wake up in the morning, you go to 40 Teasdale, you just yeah, link up at the time. stop, and you're already having a good time. Relax. What was it like growing up, though, like when you guys went outside, like the, the environment you guys were surrounded in and stuff? Um, I would say, like, the environment was, like, kind of like just being in a world where you can do whatever you want without no money. Mm. If that makes sense. It's like... We never ever put a cost to anything. It was just about the experience for us. We would want to go to the park, so we'd make a mission to the park. Our parents would tell us, come home by this time, and like we would be rebels at a young age and just like go, go against the grain, you know what I'm saying? So it's like every time we stepped out of the doors and we all like met up in the circle like of our neighborhood, it was just like a link up. What are like we doing today? Exactly, yeah. Like an adventure. So we would like set up the game plan. We had no phones, obviously, back then. So it's like we literally just like link up. And say, yo, let's go play ball for a bit. Let's go eat here. Let's get some freezies. Let's get some popsicles. Let's go knock on people's doors and do Nicky Nicky Nine Doors. We had a few hustles too. Um, Nicky Nick, Nicky yeah, Nicky 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 Nine Doors. Nicky Nicky Nine Doors. By the way, for you, for y'all that don't understand what Nicky Nicky Nine Doors is, it's like a uh, like Ding Dong Ditch. Ding Dong, ding dong Ditch. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. We'd go through the buildings and play Ding Dong Ditch all day, <laughs> just, oh, just for God. time to pass. You know what I'm saying? But crazy story is like. When me and Shure linked up and we started chilling every day in our neighborhood and with our friends around our neighborhood, it's like, how do we get money hmm. at, at a young age? And it's like, we can't just go apply for a job at the age of 11 and 10 and 12, whatever. It's like, we try to figure this out in a legit way of obviously not like selling, you know what I'm so saying? You like, came to me one day, you yeah. came to me one day and you go, bro, I have $100 in my pocket. I was like, what? How did you get $100? He goes, yo, I found the golf ball and I sold the golf ball to the golfers and they gave me $100. So I wow. think you might have did like maybe five or six so because it, but behind these, there was this big uh, golf, golf course. course. Yeah. And so there would be all these golf balls, stray golf balls all around. Mm. And so we would give a cheaper deal than what the, what the golfers, stores would, yeah. what, what the stores would sell it for. And pretty much we would just literally sell <laughs> the golf balls back to the golfers themselves and they'll be like oh we're making this, like we I never even knew what a Nike bank. 4 was but <laughs> I guess it's a good golf ball and like I had some like glow in the dark ones and whatnot I remember one day I put them all in a towel in this closet and my mom opened up the closet and all these golf balls started just <laughs> falling out of the closet she's like what the hell are you doing and I was like oh it's just my friends this and that I didn't want to tell her I was making money off because I don't want her to think that I was like money hungry Right. but I was just like <clears throat> that mentality I kept, I kept was it to there. myself you know? the mentality was there from very and that's young. the first time I've yeah. ever seen like a, a full hundred dollar bill in my hands and like I split it with my friends and we went to go eat KFC um, KFC was a luxury back then wow <laughs> shout out to the bucket deal shout, shout out when Toonie Tuesday Toonie was actually Tuesdays. we had Toonie Tuesdays in Canada What's you pay $2 uh-huh. you get two pieces of chicken a biscuit and a drink that's, and fries that's a yeah. two piece at Popeyes basically I respect yeah. it though pretty much but, yeah. but still like you said yeah, yeah. hell yeah so like having $2 was like, was like juice back then you know what wow. I'm saying having $2 wow. was like juice so it's like anything meant anything meant something to us at that age if we could see something Either in in like a in a monetary value or just a life experience, you know what I'm saying? Or learning from you know the OGs on the block. We learned a lot as young kids. We took in a lot. I seen like my first dead body at like the age of ten, which is crazy. Mm. Uh, I was with my mom and my sister walking back from the grocery store one time, and then there was a bunch of ambulances around and people just going crazy running around. And like my mom had like this little scare, like, oh shit, how if it's how if it's my older son, my brother Sammy, shout out Sosa. Shout out Sosa. CEO, General, you already know, shout OG, out G. That's my brother. <laughs> but anyways, you know, moms have that worry, like, oh, is my son hurt or where is my son? Da da da. And we went up and we just seen a guy bleeding out to death. Mm. And like I remember seeing that like at the age of ten. And I was just like, damn, I just seen somebody like dying in front of right. me, you know, in my neighborhood. So it's like that right away was like I don't want that to be the future for us and for my family. So it was like a moment where like, you know, I know I had to do something, you know, to get us out of this area. Even though I was so young, I was still thinking like, yo, I'm, 
I got to be a man and I got to I got to step up so we don't have to see this happen. You know what I mean? We don't have to go through this because it could be me. It could be my friend. It could be Sharir. It could be anybody, any, anybody you, you know right. what I'm saying? So it's Absolutely. like we didn't want to see that happen to anyone. But just like growing up, you know, being with your friends and just seeing each other every day, you learn a lot. There, there was violence growing up. There was a lot of shit. That a lot of violence. Seen. Yeah. Um, I remember police would come by to our hood and actually drop off tickets for Raptors games. They would give us Raptors tickets. Mm -hmm. And at 10 years old, me and him are going, taking the subway by ourselves, going all the way downtown. Just how, to far, how far is that? That's like, like, like a 40, 40, 40 minute 40 train minute ride. Just at going the age downtown. Of at the age of 10. Just walking around downtown, Ooh. going to Raptors games. Getting that experience at that age. Just to keep you off the streets. Just to keep me off the like streets, yeah. And I will say that, uh, and you know, that definitely some things that you guys have seen and all stuff, but since I've been out here, I've only been out here a couple days now, um, I feel like everybody's just a lot nicer. A uh, lot I don't know if nicer. it's the air. Shout out to Canada. I don't know if it's the free healthcare that you, well, the, the healthcare <laughs> that you guys pay into. Um, but definitely, like, I, I just see it's a lot nicer. Do you feel like, and you know, we can go back and forth on that, but the American... Um, stereotype or the Canadian stereotype of uh, generosity or, you know, like your experiences in uh, America versus Canada when it comes to people being nice, like cops reaching out to you, um, neighbors taking care of people, your friends taking care of each other. We could talk about the Lyft driver if you want today. Well, after living in America for almost 11 years now, I'll have to say that I've met a lot. I mean, I, I understand the difference between the niceness in Canadians and mm -hmm. Americans. So like, for example, today, Today, one of our tires popped, and a tire popped. A tire popped. <laughs> oh, and I got. I called the Lyft driver. The Lyft driver happened to be the same ethnicity as me, so I started talking to him in my language. And what's your language, by the way? Bengali. Shout out to Bangladesh. There's a lot going on there right now with a uh, couple of kids and protesting, and the government just attacking them, abusing them. So shout out to Bangladesh. Need a lot of love and prayers for Bangladesh. Anyways, so I talked to him in Bengali. The guy goes, "Yo, leave the car at my house." I'm going to change the tire, give you a spare, come pick it up in the morning. Mm. That is Canada for you right there in the mm. heart. You would never have that experience. I was going to say, especially not in Phoenix, because it it's 112 <laughs> right now. And I know damn well nobody's stopping. Nobody's uh, stopping for that. No. Wow. Yes. That's crazy. It's been crazy. Like, um, just seeing, like, the transition of, you know, I'm fortunate enough to, like, go back and forth between the U.S. and Canada very often. And I, I usually go to, um, I go to Phoenix a lot to go see my boy. And uh, from there, we just take trips out to L.A., whatnot, just to go experience the West Coast vibes and all that. But when I go to America, it's like um, I notice that there's a there's like a, a kind of a shift with just how people treat you genuinely. I mean, like there's there's so many more people there. So you're going to get a lot of more nicer people. You're going to get a lot more assholes. You know what I'm saying? So it's just more of in a population sense. But with the with the whole understanding of just you know, coming to America and being Canadian, you kind of understand the differences between you guys and you understand that, yeah, being in Canada, there's a lot more nicer people. That's that's true. But being in America, I've learned so many things from people that I met in the U.S. that like... But why do you think Canadians are so nice? I think, that's what I he's think, been asking for healthcare. I think, no, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> think it's that. It's gotta be. It's gotta be, right? That's like a stress. I don't, mean, right I don't even think it's that. It's like, I think like, I think just being in Canada in general is just like, you know what you have going for yourself and like we don't have a history of like bad politics and bad you know presidents and whatever we call them prime ministers in canada but we don't have any bad leaders so it's like if your leader is shit you know the people are going to be shit like that's just what it is you very know what true. i'm saying canada never bombed nobody it's very true also. so it's like it's like we don't we're not looking for trouble and it's like it just fits our our, our representation of like we're not looking for trouble as well. It's like America is like that big bad beast that just wants to, you know, take over all these countries and whatnot. And I feel like majority of those people think that way in a sense of like, yo, we got to be like just how the government or whatever, the politicians or just the people, the mobs, whatever you want to call it. But we're just falling into goodness, you know, and we're just right. practicing yeah. goodness. We're preaching goodness. Kindness. We're keeping good energy. We're keeping positivity. Love and respect. You know, we, we're hoping, we're opening doors for people. You know what I'm saying? Like we're doing little things you know what i'm saying so it's just like keeping that going and just making sure that you give what you want back you know there's what I mean? a lot i can say about like canadian american differences in terms of like cost of living and like where you want to be and what you can do with opportunities right i truly still feel like america has that opportunity for anybody that has a dream you can still live that dream be what you want to be and still live comfortably at the same time it's a little difficult 
in Amer- in Canada, there's a what's that HST tax? Thirteen percent. Thirteen percent tax. I remember that it was on my receipts every day today or this week. Shout out to the HSC. Thirteen percent tax for everything. <laughs> it's just a little more expensive. Average housing unit in Amer- in uh, Toronto is a million dollars. Sounds like New York. You're looking at like a three floor, two three bedroom house where I can get a mansion in Arizona. Oh man, for a whole plot, for a, million? a whole yeah, ass man. plot. You t- how much could I get? In a here? whole ass plot. So. So. But yeah, man, that's definitely good. That's definitely good. What's going on, Say Loud Podcast? It is your favorite host on the West Coast, Boogie the Beast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to yet another season, another episode of the podcast coming to you live all the way from Toronto. You guys got a little bit about them. Now let's get into what they got going on, guys. Tune in. And we're back, Say Loud Podcast. Once again, it is your host, Boogie the Beast. I am here with my man, Sniper and Shaw. Make sure you guys follow them. They'll go ahead and shot those out towards the end of this episode. Um... I wanted to talk a little bit about what you guys have going on. Um, enough about me and how I enjoyed Carabana because y'all know I'm going to get to that in a little bit. But um, so I actually, and I'll, I'll lead into this and I'll let you guys go into it. I actually met these two gentlemen out in San Diego at a shisha spot. Let me come correct. It's not a hookah spot. It's a shisha spot. Shout out to Mina. Mina Hookah Lounge or Shisha Lounge. Um, I was sitting by myself and um, I, I'm, I'm going to butcher all the names, so I'm not going to try it right now. But I was with, uh, help me out, help me out. Shahar, Sharir, Sharir, excuse me, and Sniper, Sniper, and Denier, Denier, you were with and Abdul. another homie. There was a couple. There was a bunch of us. There, there, there was that six night. of you. But I remember I was sitting across from you, mm-hmm. and I was telling um, one of the homies that I just met in Dago about ASU, and you just kind of look at me and you go, ASU, you went to ASU, and that was it. And after that, um, you know, just just from being a uh, an only child, I guess you could say, or I'll, I'll attest to that. You know, I've always told. You just ask, you know, just introduce yourself. You never know who you're going to meet and all that stuff. And a year later, here we are. I'm sitting in front of my man Sniper for his birthday. Um, I told him what was this back in what March of last year? He said it in June, March. July, June or July? Yeah, July. It had July. to be June. Yeah, because it was Fourth of July weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You DM me July. every month. Every Toronto. month. Toronto. Toronto. I'm Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> Unreal. And uh, it was crazy. when I first met you guys, um, you guys had a it had just started or you know getting something off the ground, um, a company. And I wanted you guys to talk about that because. That's the baseline foundation of, I think, where this friendship started. And I want people to understand not only why I support it so much, but the background of it. So please take it off. Um, so first, the I- company's called Extrovert. And we decided, Salman came to me one day and he goes, yo, man, I can't be working nine to five every day for the rest of my life. Mm. I want to do something more. I need something more. Nobody wants to decorate Nobody wants to do that, right? So he came, comes to me one day and he's like, yo, let's start looking through the dictionary for words. And then he, he found the word extrovert and he said, I don't like the E. He made it an XX. Mm. So X-X-T-R-O-V-E-R-T. Extrovert, which pretty much like derived from like a list of five things I wrote on my notes in like 2013. So... I was sitting one day in my mom's basement. This is when I was living in Alberta before I moved back to Toronto. Shout out to Alberta. Shout out to Alberta one time. They say, uh, Alberta pays me, Toronto raised me. That's like the quote for Mm. everybody that moves to Alberta. So shout out AB one time. You already know what it is. (laughs) Um, But shout out to Six a little more, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But anyways, um, back to the story. So I remember one day I was sitting in my mom's basement. I was just chilling. 2013, I must have been like 19 at the time. And I literally was like, yo... Like, what am I good at? You know, I'm like, I'm looking for this, like, new chapter in my life, this new, like, lane that I want to pursue for a creative purpose. And I, I listed these five words, and um, the five words that I wrote down in my notes were, it started off with fashion, photography, um, trend setting, um, designer wear, and lastly was... Um, Something on the long, along the lines of uh, had to be like artistic or art, artistry or something like that. It was it's something with to do with drawing. But anyways, I took those five words pretty much, and I was like, "Yo, I need a, I need one root word for this to explain like what I can do and how I can start something, or just a just a one message that I could just have." And when I came through the word extrovert, when I was talking to Sharon on the phone about it, I, I seen the definition, and the definition read like extrovert. And then it was like a semicolon, the life of the party, someone that is not afraid to speak up, et cetera. Um, and I was like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta figure out how I can blend that in a creative aspect. So when I came across the word extrovert, I'm like, it works, 
not for your personality, but for your passion. And that's how I came about the word extrovert. I took the E off and I made it into two X's and then uh, it was a Eid celebration. And I was just drawing out logos. I, I went to go to Staples. I got an art, art book. I got a bunch of sketching pencils. And like, I still have this book back in my crib, at my mom's crib. And I literally did like the extrovert logo like 300 times on different pages and different colors. And Whew. just so I could kind of see like, what, what works way, yeah. yeah what works what doesn't work how many lines should I have how many X's or is it just one X or two or three or write it all out and I was just going back and forth and I didn't reach out to anybody I didn't reach out to no graphic designer for helping me out he would come to me yeah go, Yo, what do you think about this as long as I got the feedback from my family and my, my best friends that's that's the only satisfaction I was looking for you know because like I feel like a lot of people look for opinions from others and they're just so worried about like yo what does this person think or that person think but when is that person ever there for you? When is that when is that person ever gonna you know take a bullet for you or mm. you know what I mean? Hit you up when on a, on a, on a Wednesday at four p.m. <laughs> just like, what, because. Like, what's up? You know. Just because. It's like I don't need anything from you. Let me just help you. Let me just you know. Let me be there. But anyways, back to the story. Um, I came across the word extrovert and I needed to develop a logo for it. And at the time, actually, I used to just draw it on my IG photos and it was just an X within the X. And then I went to Lids. And I told these guys at Lids, I'm like, yo, I have a logo and I want to get it onto a plain black hat. And at the time, like, I didn't really wear those, like, curved baseball dad hats. But it was, like, the thing coming up in, like, 2014, 2013, you know? So, like, they used to have the, the, the flat brim and all that. And that was my style. But anyways, I'm like, I want to get this embroidered onto a, onto a hat. And the lady was like, yeah, we could do it. And obviously, it didn't come out the way the logo is today because it took almost three and a half years for that logo to come out right. But when I came out, I kind of seen the picture and I seen the image and I seen like the future of like what this can be, you know? And after brushing it up, you know, downloading Photoshop, you know what I'm saying? I um, Shout out to the plug. Shout out to the plug, Torrance, you already know what it is. <laughs> um, I was just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I ended up, you know, finalizing the, the logo in 2016. And the first item I've ever got printed on, on the logo was um, our first hat, which my man Jordan was rocking all week long in Toronto, uh, in many destinations that my brother has been traveling. Paris, Bahamas, Costa Rica. So it's just like, it's amazing, like, you know, like just to see people like come up to you and be like, yo, I seen your hat, I seen your hat at this place, or I seen your hat at, at uh, you know, like this mall or this airport, or someone was wearing it here and there. So it's just like, it's crazy how like a simple five words about encouraging yourself about trying to find which or who you want to be or what you want to do can get you. And, you know, we're here four, year, four years later, sorry, looking at the CN Tower, you know, doing a podcast with my brother that I met a year ago. And we just celebrated my 25th birthday two days ago. So life's great. When he came to me with the logo finalized, I told him, I was like, this is the new Nike sign. That's mm. how I seen it. Because it was something I'd never seen before. But every time I look at the logo, I feel some type of way inside. I feel like a little inspired. I feel motivated. Just looking at the logo gave me that drive. So then I talked to him and I said, okay, now we got to define it. Now we're going to have to come up with how, what, is, what does it truly mean to others? How is this ever going to be timeless if we don't know what it is in the time that we made it? Timeless and relatable to people. And relatable to people. So we decided to just talk about it. Me and, had a, me and him had an honest conversation about the definition of an extrovert from a dictionary versus in, incorporating that in your passion. And basically, ultimately, what we wanted to kind of inspire people, not only just people, our friends and family first, was, yes, we live this life where the rules are laid out for you. You're going to go to school. You're going to go to high school. You're going to graduate. Most of us go get a degree. If you don't, you're going to be working. Regardless, even those that get a degree, they go to a corporate life and they're working nine to five. Do you? I don't know if they work. I work a nine. I work a nine to five right now. I'm happy, but I know it's not my passion. I know that I have something more in me. So that's what extrovert wants everyone else to do. It's just focus on your passion, and the mm -hmm. only way you're going to be successful at that passion is by networking. So when Jordan came to me and I talked to him about say it loud, I see. I realized that was his extrovert. He goes around, he travels, he meets new friends, and he finds extroverts, and he talks about it. It's a simple conversation. Tell me what your passion is. How are you getting successful at it? And ultimately, there's a, there's a, we made what? A rule book? 
Yeah, we made like a Ten, ten Commandments. Command, like a Ten Commandments in a sense of like talking about like the ten kind of like guidelines of what an extrovert is and, and what we, you know, transcribe how to be an extrovert and what to do to follow so that you are also an extrovert too. Right. So it's like in a sense of like explaining who we are, but it's more about defining of what we stand for. And these are like our code, our ethics, our code of ethics, if you can call it that. And um, basically, yeah. go ahead. So the, code of, so the code of commandments that we follow, and we came up with it uh, this early this summer, is basically a guideline for people to understand what the vision is. And um, ultimately, I'm going to go through it real quick, if you don't mind. Go ahead. So the first commandment is extroverts inspired. Mm. Extroverts exemplify leadership and excellence. Extroverts expresses you to hear your vision, feel your aesthetic. Extroverts dream. That's four. Extroverts never discourage an anomaly. Dream the unexpected. Respect the dreamer. Number six. Extroverts culture is a family of dreamers. We withstand the negative stigma surrounding those on the pursuit of their dreams. Number seven, extroverts have faith. All you need in life is faith. Trust God and let everything else happen. Number eight, extroverts drive with tunnel vision to their purpose. When the strength of your dreams intertwine with the celestial beliefs embedded within you, you cannot be stopped. I low-key came up with that one. That was pretty fire. You cannot lie. <laughs> shout, out, shout, out, shout, out. shout out to the bars. The bars. Shakespeare shots. Number nine. Number nine. Extrovert is loyalty. Loyalty to who? Your family, your friends, your lovers, your haters, your goals, your aspirations, your morals. Most importantly, loyalty to you. Hmm. Extrovert number 10. Extrovert is you. You're a student in life. Your passion is, your, is, is, is what you study. You're waiting to find, you want to find your extrovert. That's our motto. Find your extrovert. Never stop searching, never stop learning. So going off of those, uh, the, 10, the 10 extrovert commandments, uh, starting with Sniper, what's your favorite one and why? I would say um, loyalty. I would say the loyalty part because loyalty is key to happiness. It's key to being loyal to your, your work being loyal to your friends, loyal to your roots, loyal to your family, loyal to your relationships. If you don't have loyalty, you don't have trust. If you don't have trust, you don't have hope. If you don't have hope, there's literally nothing to look forward to. So if you don't, you know, start off with being loyal to each other, loyal to your craft, loyal to your schedule, loyal to you working out in the morning, just having discipline and disciplining yourself, then you can't get anything done. So when I started Extrovert with Sharir, we were loyal to it. You know what I mean? We've been loyal our whole lives. We've been loyal to each other our whole lives because we've known each other since grade one. Yeah, we've, you know, we've, we've, we've had one petty fight. We grade, had one fight in grade three. One. Oh, in grade five. Sol- Solomon won because he hit me with a pine cone. <laughs> he smacked me. A pine me. cone, a pylon. Oh, yeah, a pylon. That's pylon. What Even yeah. bigger. Basically, what happened was Sharir, like... Like the same girl that he liked. Yeah, but then this guy headlocked me. He headlocked me from behind. <laughs> And like, I can't believe we're you know, talking like, you know, right those, you know, those moments where like, like someone touches you and you just want to slap them and you don't even know who it is. It could be your mom. I'm just joking. But you know what I'm saying? Like you, you just, you just, yes. you just hate, yes. you just like, yo, you just Everybody's get, you just get rubbed the wrong way. And it's like, what the hell is that? And like, I'm like, yo, who the hell is this? And it was sure. I'm, I was just pissed off. I'm like, Nick, I'm like, oops. I'm like, yo, what's going on? He just smacked and I was just face. like, I smacked him in the face. And then he's like, bro, what's going on? Da, da, da. We didn't talk for like two weeks, got over it. But then, hold on. Wait. The supervisor at recess made us go on each other's side of the playground. So I was like on the east side, he was on the west side. And then we linked I'm up. So in, we, we linked up in the this. middle. We linked up in the middle. And then like he slapped, Shirir slapped me. No. He slapped me back because I slapped him first. And then, like, I'm like, damn, that shit hurt. And I went back. And then, like, we didn't talk for like a few days. And then, like, we seen each other going up the stairs and we're like, Yo, you want to just be friends again? <laughs> and then she was like, yeah, let's just be friends again. I'm like, all right, bet. And that right there is the concept is, of loyalty. Yes, yeah. that is what defines That's the only time I've ever fought someone in my entire existence, in my whole life. I've never, ever laid hands on anybody but my best friend. So my favorite commandment is number four, uh, extroverts have faith. Because that's kind of been a model for me my whole life. In 2011, when we won our state championship, on our ring, we were allowed 15 characters to be embedded in the ring, always I have could faith. always have faith. Yeah. Because your faith in Islam, your faith is, by definition, your iman. So we call it iman. 
So that's how much faith you have in God and trust. So I know that if I have that trust and faith in God, I don't care. Nothing nobody, is stopping no, you. No nothing stop is stopping you. you. No, no human, nothing can stop you except yourself and, you know but what I mean? to have that at that young age that we grew up in, I mean, there's there were days where we would race from, we would go to, oh, there's so much to say about Islam, I could say, but <laughs> basically in Ramadan, we would be praying our special prayers at night and we would take a, a train home and we would race. Me, him, shout out to Hassan Phils, Phil and myself, and shout out to Sammy Khalifa. I speak raw, aka the funniest man I know. So we would basically, <laughs> it was him and Sammy versus me and Hassan leaving the mosque and just running home every day just to see who would get there fast. But ultimately what that did, it was bring us back to the, to the mosque every night and pray. It's like we would look forward to it. Yeah, like it was loyalty like, to exactly, the faith. Loyalty yeah. to the faith. I like and it's that. just loyalty, loyalty to just like making it happen all the time, you know what I'm saying? So by the, that's, that would definitely be the two things that define who we are. Sure. And going off of that, then, um, thank you for both sharing that um, part. Um, going off of that and going into the future of what you guys have now and the commandments and some of the merch you guys have, the, um, the ways that you're going to implement this into the world of influencing social, religion, um, anything that we obviously haven't spoke about and stuff like that. Where do you, where do you, where do you guys see Extrovert going? Uh, very curious. Very, very curious. We'll start start by telling them where we are right now, and where. You, oh, sneak peek! Yeah, we already told them. Sneak peek. So pretty much, um, little sneaky sneak. We just came back from Japan like a month ago. Yeah, so we just got back from Japan. We literally flew to Japan to do our shoot for our first product that we're dropping soon. I'm not gonna announce. I'm gonna let Sniper announce that. So pretty much, like my boy said, we came back from Japan. Um, we went for a trip for just clarity, for inspiration. It was my birthday, and it was, it was also his birthday. So. I was in Japan for his 25th. He came to Toronto for my 25th. So we just happened to link up again. And um, we were in Japan. We we're just looking for inspiration. It's just like we're wearing a like unreleased product in Japan and just like just understanding like how it fits aesthetically with like a fashion guru, you know, city in the in the top of the world. Like you look at everybody, everyone's dripping there. Everyone's wearing Everyone Balenciaga, Gucci, you know I what I'm saying? Like I'm just life. looking at people like, damn, like these are the type of people you see on <laughs> IG, you know? <laughs> So, like, to see it there, but, like, still look as fly as them, kind of, like, set something for us. Like, yo, we got, we got a place here, too. Like, we got a landmark here, too. Because like, the feedback was so real. Yeah. The love was so real from the Japanese people. They, uh, shout out to shout all Shout out Japan, Shout yo, out Koji, like, man. Shoot. Shout out Koji. <laughs> shout out Gwen one time. Gwen one time. My brother, my brother from Dallas, Bilal, introduced me to a cool girl out there teaches English and, and she put us funny, on she had an extrovert hat she's the first one with the extrovert hat in Japan yes so we were like yo let's message her because she has an extrovert yeah, hat so it was let's like a, it was like an extrovert link up and like when she seen that in person and she seen us like wearing the hoodies like she was like damn I'm excited like I can't wait for the more, hoodies to come out which is, which is our next us, release that gives us the inspiration that we went to look for exactly and and that follows into like what our next release is so um, you know we're going to be uh, releasing our first uh, initial drop and uh, the name of it, I'm gonna give you a sneak peek. There's a very official name right now, so nobody's ever heard this yet. Oh man, on the same loud, I'm so excited! So, I'm, I'm giving y'all the sneak peek. So I, I called it, um, I call it the Cortex Collection, mm. and where it derives from is is the visual cortex of your brain, and that part of your brain pretty much analyzes logos and symbols first, and that's pretty much what our product represents when you first see it. It's like you see the extrovert. You see the logo, and it's defined there. So we want that to process through the visual cortex and name it the Cortex Collection. And by the way, Cortex is not spelled with one X. It's spelled with two Xs. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. Everything two Xs Everything out two here. Everything two Xs. Every word's You know what I'm X's. saying? That's so dope. Replace the EX with the XX, and you could use that however however, however really you like it. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's going to be our first job. It's coming very soon. And I like that. I like that you came to me with that idea. And th because this is our first drop, you using the visual word of cortex with it, it just fit perfectly. I was like, go for it. You you lead the way ultimately. And I just want to give a quick shout out also to my 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 right hand brothers, my OGs that raised me, and they're also part of Extrovert. Um, they put in the work, the time, the effort. My brother, uh, my brother Sammy, and uh, my 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 other brother, pretty much. He's like my cousin, like slash brother slash family friend, whatever you want to call it, but. Um, Iskander, um, the, the most genius, smartest guy I've ever met. Smartest guy ever. Um, 
always keeps me grounded. Those are my two OGs. Those two were actually raised in the same hospital in Italy. They moved to Toronto, not knowing they would, that, would, that they would be in the same building in Teesdale, and their families reunited a year later, and they've been best friends ever since. So it's just like, I, feel like, I feel like our whole life is just like, it's like, yo, everything's already written, but the way that, you know, God has written it out for us, like, so far is just a blessing. So many connections have happened, especially this weekend, that... Jordan is here in we Toronto. That we, like. that we did not even think of. We didn't, like, we didn't even think of, like... Thanks I'm to looking, extrovert. I'm looking, like, at my birthday, like, I was looking at, like, 60 people, and I'm just, like, connecting the dots with everybody, and, like, there's at least, like, 40 different link-ups there, and it's, like, this person met this person through this person, this person had that person on IG, and that person on IG had that person taken in their photo, and now they're here together, and now I'm looking at one guy from Dallas, I'm looking at another dude from San Diego, like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Literally. And it's just, like, everybody's just repping the set, everybody's here repping the set, and that's so what I, that's what, that's what I moved to Toronto, you know? To, to make happen is to rep the set and just to make it more on a global aspect. So keep out on the lookout and we're coming strong and we got more more stuff on the way. Uh, and we're just trying to just, you know, touch every part of the world and just inspire others to just pursue their extrovert. Awesome, awesome. So one more thing with the extrovert and I'm going to go into the final little piece of it. Um, what is a dream of each of you? I, they're, they're both looking up at the same time. This shit is pretty funny, but... What is the dream for each of you? What is one person you would love to see wearing extrovert stuff? The weekend. <laughs> Hands down. <laughs> Abel, let me know, man. We got you on the hookup whenever you need that. Lamar, too. <laughs> Sniper, um, what about you, man? One person in the world right now. One person in the world that I'd love to see wear extrovert that hasn't worn already or maybe yet. Um, I would have to say my mom. Wow, mm. I'd have to say my mom. Respect. Your my my mom doesn't wear she doesn't wear hats because she she's she's my mom she wears hijab. Mm -hmm. So once I get that product and I can see my mom wearing it, I don't need to see anything else because that's the woman that raised me. That's the woman that taught me. So if I see my mom wearing that, I already know it's love. My mom is a fashion expert. She knows how to sew. She knows how to get down. My dad and my mom, they're very like fashion forward so people. So mom and dad are the flies. My dad was wearing Lacoste in, in the 70s, you know what I'm saying? Come on like, now. Like, he had the baby gator yeah, on before like, Big Gator. Yeah, 100%. Like, my dad's been out here, and they taught me how to drip. You know, like, they're, they're super, 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 like, fashion-forward people, and I look up to them. My dad's super clean with it, like, irons every day. Like, his socks are whiter than the condition that he got them in, like, every day. So it's just like, I learned that from them. I developed that from them. So for sure, I'll I have just, to say my mom. That's I just awesome. got to add that when we were all kids— Everybody on the block knew about Salman's golden black Jordan 1s. Mm -hmm. Those are the cleanest shoes. You would see him wearing it every day. You know it's him. Everybody got their swag inspiration from him back from that house. Kids. From kids. I, looked, I, I try to dress like him every day, and I, I can't. <laughs> I fail at it. But, you know, he's my brother, and it is what it is. You heard it first. It is what it is. Extrovert coming out, as you guys heard, everything going on in the lives, how it started. It's all about that grind. It's all about the beginning. So at the end of this podcast, I want you guys to make sure to follow them or at least go to the website, look at some stuff, support them, because if you don't, you're going to get left in the past. All right, we're going to clean this up real quick. Last little things I wanted to push in there. I did definitely didn't tell them about this piece, so I'm going to get the unopinionated or unfiltered, uh, I guess you could say. Um, I want to see how well you guys are friends and I want to see how well you guys know each other. Damn. <laughs> so we're going to start with sniper okay. to Shaw. All right. Sniper is Shaw's favorite food, a chicken shawarma or an OG poutine from Scarsborough. It's neither of those. Oh, uh, but I was talking about, I was going to say, uh, no. damn, you <laughs> fucked up already. Of either of the choices. Jesus Christ. You oh, see, you see how that works? My bad, you got to let him finish. Unreal. My bad. Unreal. So we're going to roll back and we're going <laughs> to go ahead and go to the next question. All right, go ahead. Sniper, what is his favorite color? Shereen's favorite color is blue. Is that true? Sky wrong. blue. It's wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when do you switch that up? It's green. It's always been green. Your favorite color is red. Because I say it in every freestyle. Oh, my God. You don't freestyle, so I don't All right, know. here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Where is okay. favorite color that was blue, just though? Bad start. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bad start. Is that not your favorite color, though? Well, Lahir has been green. All right. Damn. Bad, bad start. Okay, ready? Shout out to Sniper now. What is one of his favorite clothing companies that wear outside of Extrovert? He loves wearing 
Burberry. He has a few Burberry fits at the crib. He has a Burberry suit. Can you correct? Is this true? No, that is true. Okay. Okay. Burberry is definitely in my top three. That's facts. Okay. Okay. That's facts. All right, here we go now. I want you guys. Tripping, I want you guys to answer this at the same time. Okay? okay. Okay. What is the best shisha spot in Toronto, Canada? Count of three. One, two. Three. She shisha and company. <laughs> shout out my dog, Akram. <laughs> I just had to put that AK from, from Teasdale. Akram, that's he my was boy. My roommate. He was literally lived across the street from me. My I home. definitely didn't plan that, guys. I just wanted to see what they were going to say because I had the worst experience today at Habibi's. Oh, I man. left them the greatest, terrible. And why did you want to go to Habibi's? Because I, of Drake. Right? I honestly wanted to go by Drake. <laughs> I swear to you guys, listen, all right? This is my little part, my little rant, a little say it, okay? If you, it's like going to LA and you're like, oh, I got to try In N Out. And you're like, all right, I had In N Out. It's over. I don't have to care about it ever again. Listen, Habibi's is garbage. It is ass juice. All right. I was very upset with that. I'm an American shisha smoker and they just didn't have half the, the flavors. And I was like, how did I come to a place that's primarily Habisha, Ethiopian, Somalian, you know, very Pakistani, Sudan, like a lot. And you guys didn't have half the shit. Their hoses were plastic. Bro, the guy came to us once. It was one guy that was working 76 tables <laughs> at a place where Drake is known to come. Like, you would think they would put... They couldn't even accept Apple Cash, okay? Oh and I'm not being God. a first generation or first world, like, criticizer. It's 2018. It's 2018. <laughs> if you want to make money, you're going to make money, right? But before we end it off real quick, I want to ask Jordan a question oh, on, shit. on his podcast. I want to switch things around Oh, right shit. Back. I've never had a question asked. So I'm going to ask him a question. Oh, shit. So We're gonna let quick. me ask you a question, Jordan. So when we first linked up in San Diego, did you ever think one year later that we would be here today doing this? Wow. So I would tell you did that. You ever, like, did you ever like take us in and just be like, when we left that night, did you think like, you know, like when you meet someone for the yeah. first night, you're just like, yo, I, you know, like I'll just genuine. keep them on social media, but I'll never link with them. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, did you ever think like, yo, this would be like a genuine, you know, hopefully, you know, we say inshallah, so IA. That it's going to be a lifelong relationship of just more success. But did you think that when you first seen Misha? So, so my original, like I said, my original thing, and like I said earlier in it, is as an only child, I was always taught, you network, you talk, you never say no until you ask. Nobody knows you until you tell them who you are. Um, obviously, the first time you meet somebody and things like that, you know, you need to talk with people. You got to get to feel them and all that stuff. And I think once we um, understood, you know, <clears throat> that we have background roots to Phoenix, um, and I knew you, who you hung out with. I felt that a lot of the things we talked about were very easy to come by. Um, I didn't. I didn't think you were a bad person. You know, obviously, I knew who your friends were. Shout out to Stacy for being the connect for that Shout part. Stacy, Pierre, uh, Pierre, Pierre, Pierre was definitely in that conversation. Sniper for you. I remember the first thing you told me. One of the because you didn't talk a lot during the first time we yeah, spoke. Yeah, it was kind of quiet back then. We're quiet, but I remember one of the first things you told me was when I showed you photos, and I was a novice photographer. You told me that I could shoot. And hearing a compliment from somebody once you see something that they're good at is an influence that I always wanted around. And I remember, I swear to you guys, I hit you up, like he said, once a month and said, I'm coming to Toronto. Let me know the days. <laughs> I want to say at least two to three months later, he was like, hey, I'm going to be there this weekend for your birthday. Now, they didn't tell me that this birthday was also <laughs> Carabana weekend. And then on top of that, it was supposed to be OVO weekend. Yes. We're going to go ahead and put that past us for OVO weekend. But um, I'm, I'm very, I was very committed. Um, I wanted to show you not only besides you guys that I support young businesses. I support black business. I support African businesses. I support young business. Um, as a millennial, I feel like everybody's trying to get the upper hand on everybody else. And we sometimes forget that you have to start somewhere and not everybody's going to have 100,000 people behind them when they first start. Um, like you guys said, it's about it's about the ones that sorry to cut you off, but it's about yeah, the yeah. ones that they just start off with you when you have nothing. You just have an idea, a sketchbook and a pencil. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like you said, like like so I took the hat off of his head for me. Um, and that like meant a lot for me because I didn't ask for it. You know, he was like, I want you to have this. And I took that everywhere with me. But I, I felt the genuineness. I felt the love. I felt the support with you from the day I met you. And I saw that you have your own extrovert, your own vision with your podcast. And I was like, obviously, we're going to be able to work in the future together. And Definitely. here we are now, a year later in Toronto. I'm looking at this beautiful ass view. Just I, I think, I think, like I said, I think the craziest part of it that I didn't think was it was going to happen in such a crazy weekend. Yeah. I thought it was going to be just a very like. Like, how crazy was your weekend, though, man? Like, it was, it was, it was, wow. 
I, I walked 26,000 steps on Saturday. Yeah, it says that was it the on day my of the parade. That was the day, the of, day of the parade. parade. We spent six hours at the parade. Um, you seen LeBron James <clears> the night before. That. Seen LeBron the <laughs> night before with <laughs> Th- Tristan K- Kardashian. <laughs> Saw them out. Um, we went to the club that night. No, Friday night? Saturday night. Saturday we night. Saturday night. night. And like y'all, like y'all heard, we had 65 plus people. We had popped 11 bottles. I threw the birthday boy up in the air. Um, no fights, all love from people that I have never met. And I think that was one of the, the dopest things to coming to a country where you don't know anybody and all you know Shut is the down trust. Ting. Shut down Ting's boy. Shout out to my guy Dom too because he Shut traveled, Dom. He traveled with me from San Diego. Shout out Bilal. Shout out Shout out Bilal, Sadiq, Jasmine. Shout out Adham. Shout out Denier. Shout out Man, keep Gudo. Going, keep going. Keep going. Shout keep going. Keep going. Sammy, Shout out Jasmine. Shout out Jasmine. Cheyenne. Shout out Sally. Shizer, oh man, Thugger. so much love, man. Shout out Sister, Shout out Sam, Khalifa, Austin, Michael, Yoni, all my brothers from all my Edmonton. brothers from Phoenix, Seagal, my brother Salman, my protege. Uh, it's not Salman. His name no, is... Salman, like no, oh, is this really? no, no, oh. Shizer boy. You oh, see so what that I'm happens? I'm talking about the wrong person. Um, oh, <clears throat> but I would say, at the end of the day, um, one of the things that I wanted to take away, or I wanted you to know that. When you were at the club, and obviously it was your birthday, you were having a great time, you were lit, you made sure to go around and shake everybody's hand and say, yeah. I appreciate you coming. Yeah, 100%. You I, remember I, you doing I legit, legit, I, I legit checked up on people every literally five minutes. I, I made was, sure they had a drink I was in their giving mouth. people napkins that didn't wild. need napkins, yo. I swear to God. <laughs> like, wild. I was making sure people were good. It was wild. People that weren't even drinking. You want water, you want orange juice, you want ice, you want it on the rocks. Like, I was bartending, bottle popping. And all Model I was dropping, doing, I was doing everything. All you know I was saying? doing was protecting so like, Sniper at, at all costs. Cost. And <laughs> last thing I want to lead out with before I got to get off this is um, I want you guys both to have just a single two-minute conversation separately to a younger Sniper speaking to today. And Shaw, I want you to speak to an older Shaw okay. outside of the corporate world. You have two minutes. What would you say to yourself to a younger sniper. To a younger sniper and his first sketchbook. I would say young sniper. Should I just turn into a freestyle? Do it. It's up to you, man. Do it. Say it loud. Ah oh, man, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not <laughs> gonna do that. I'm gonna speak, I'm gonna speak that real genuine facts. Maybe I'm gonna give you a freestyle on like say it loud part. Part two, part two. Part two. We'll talk about yeah. this another time. Real teams, um, real teams. Let me, let me, let me go real quick. Young sniper, keep chasing your dreams. Keep doing what you wanna do. Don't let anybody, you know, school you unless you're schooling them and tell yourself every day that you can do it, that you can chase what you want to chase. You could be who you want to be. Don't ever let the negative stigma around, you know, your surrounding people within your circle interrupt your vision and your game plans. At the end of the day, family is your most closest thing that you can have to you that will support you as much as you support yourself. So you got to just keep pushing. Even when all the odds are down, even when things don't look too great, there's always going to be a better day than yesterday. So you got to feel me on that and you got to just 100% keep going at it. Keep motivating yourself. Keep pushing yourself every day because there is going to be a better you. There's going to be a better version of yourself. You're going to see yourself in a year from now. You're going to look back and you're going to be like, damn, look what I've accomplished in a year. Look what I've accomplished in six months just because you were consistent about it. So consistency is key. Keep pushing when all things look terrible because when you work at your lowest you know, God puts you at your highest, so I'm gonna leave it as that. Hmm. And speaking so you two want minutes, me to say this to an future, older Shaw, an a older future Shaw, me, a future you. All right, future Shaw, you made it. Extrovert is officially the biggest brand in the world. You look around, you still have Sniper right by your side. Sosa's still leading the way. You got Isk leading the CFO dreams. But ultimately, what you did, you stayed real to yourself and to your family. Sniper's still here, and look at you now. You guys have your brand. You have a store in Japan. You have a store in Dubai. You have a store in Milan. I might have to say a couple freestyle if I need to. No, I'm not. But I just want you to know that to an older me, man. Like I can't believe you have me doing this to an older me. That's diff- that's difficult. Bro. That's I never got that. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Um, just a Thank you, God, that you've been loyal to the people that grew up with you. Uh, I think that's one of the biggest things I cherished always in my life. And to be where I am now, I know that when I look around, these guys won't leave me if I'm at my lowest tomorrow. These guys will bring me even higher 
And to know that I have that love and support consistently whenever I have it, and to know that we're sharing a dream, we're building a brand. Well, you built a brand now, you're already there, but just know that you said that this would happen and it happened. Awesome, awesome. So one more thing, I'm gonna let you guys shout out your Instagram, shout out the company's Instagram. You can shout out your Instagram, shout out anything else for social media purposes and then we'll end it right there. All right, so Sniper's Instagram is at S-N-I-X-I-P-E-R. Um, the brand is at extrovert, double X, T-R-O-V-E-R-T. Twitter.com slash extrovert, X-X-T-R-O-V-E-R-T-C-O. So extrovert co. Um, that's our Twitter right there. Our IG and our Facebook page is facebook.com slash extrovert. You can follow me on IG at at Sharir. It's a... It's the spelling. You guys need to just listen here with me, okay? S H X H R I Y X R. I replaced the A's in my name and I added two X's. <laughs> so follow me on IG, Twitter, and don't follow me on Snapchat. I don't use Snapchat no more. Snapchat's poop. Snapchat is dead. And all I can say is I want to thank Jordan for this experience, thank bro. Thank you, Jordan, This, this really Absolutely. was a moment in my life to be able to be able, having this conversation. Like, bro, I swear to God, today I was driving. I was, like, looking to my right. I'm like, yo, it's Jordan right now. I've been having um, little moments like that. I'm just like, damn, we I'm really grateful. are out here living in the present. And we are making things happen. And that's what life is about, making shit happen. Keep going. Keep pushing. You already know what it is. Shut down ting off this ting. I'm grateful. I just want to say I'm grateful for Jordan and everybody in my life. Thank you all for coming to Toronto, the ones that did come. And uh, we're going to do this again next year. That's right. That's right. That's right. You've heard it first. It is your host. Once again, Boogie the Beast. Thank you so much for tuning in. iTunes, SoundCloud. Make sure you guys follow this. Send it out. Shout it out. Everything you can. Extroverts on the way to take over the world. You better get it in your closet or get stuck in the past. Stay black and stay woke.